This is Rad Ray Terrell from MXC American, and we've got Millie D. Davis from MXC American. And we're here with Misery Point Radio, ready to rock you down. Wanderers, thanks for joining me again on Misery Point Radio. Appreciate you dragging your asses through the passes to join me in masses here in the wasteland. That is, of course, the extent of my poetic capability, but it's all about the journey, not the result, right? And today, we'll be taking a journey to the heart of Appalachia to explore a band whose roots grow deep in the region, whose branches extend across multiple genres, and whose journey of musical self-discovery has resulted in a perpetual evolution of style and delivery. Today's guests are Melvin Melody Davis and Rad Ray Terrell, the two enigmatic frontmen of genre-bending band MXC American, who have recently released their latest album, Appalachia Voodoo Factory. I recently started down the road to digging into this band, and the deeper I dug, the more intrigued I was. And when I realized how long this road of discovery truly was, I invited Rad Ray and Melody to come hang out and tell me all about MX. They, of course, told me all about the new album, the origin of the band, the development of their concept, as well as the evolution over the years. Of particular interest to me was the origin of the band's name and what it truly represents, which is, of course, tied to their often deeply personal messaging that is present in all their lyrics. Describing MX is challenging. How is it that they can mix hard rock, metal, hip-hop, Americana, spoken word, and inspirational wisdom into a format that actually works? You want to know how a hip-hop artist and an old-school metal dude got together? You want to know what the band truly stands for? You want to know about Black Negan and The Walking Dead? We've got that all and more right here. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. This is a hell of a conversation, and uh, it just went down so many rabbit holes, I don't even know where to start. So, kick back in your secret garden, grab a jar of your favorite moonshine, and take a trip through the Appalachia Voodoo Factory. Check it out. All right, guys, as promised, I am here with two, count them, two absolutely epic guests from a band that's blazing trails and that dares to be different in a very crowded and heavily saturated hard rock and metal arena. So please welcome to Misery Point Radio from MX the American, Melvin Melody Davis, and a dude who's so fucking rad, he's got rad in his name, Rad Ray Terrell, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, it's even on my tombstone, man. Believe me, What's man. <laughs> Who is that guy? Exactly. Yeah, this uh, you know, I, I, I'm really excited to have you guys here. I talked to a lot of folks uh, from kind of all over the genres, and um, I've been familiar with, with your band for quite some time, but as I'm preparing for the show and kind of digging in and, and uh, I guess going balls deep, if you will, I, I'm realizing how prolific the band has been. Um, and even though there was kind of a break in the action, there is just so much material. And on top of that, your concept has really kind of evolved quite a bit over the last several years, uh, culminating in the pile of awesomeness 
that is the new album. So we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but really, I guess before we get into the meat and potatoes of all that stuff, I just got to ask. I mean, you know, I, I got to get this backstory. So, uh, you know, how did you, how did the band come together? What's the concept? Uh, Mel, when did you get involved? And uh, just kind of give me that backstory uh, about how this all came into the, the fucking cosmos. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know from my point of view. Um, it was 20 years ago, 20 to zero. People weren't even born then. But anyway, um, Raynum came to me. I was doing a lot of stuff for in the, in the Atlanta area and um, working in the hip-hop industry because, of course, hip-hop was still blowing up as we know it today. And um, I ended up getting through a manager of mine uh, Michael Parrish that turned me on to MS because he MX because he wanted I, to, for me to be able to further my boundaries on what my uh, vocal status and as far as what I could do in hip hop and, and began and then we I hooked up with Red Ray and we we started writing songs together and the next thing I know we were out doing shows and there were shows that we did where there were Anunnaki in Canada, in Buffalo, in in the mountains. So <laughs> that's how we all put it together, and and we've been dealing ever since. Right and on. I'll let Ray Ray take it from here. <laughs> yeah, the band started. The band started um, back in '82 under the name MX, and then uh, we went through a few different changes uh, to put out the first album in '86. It was kind of more of a priest type style, uh, maidenish. And then we, uh, 88, we did a second album. We moved out to Hollywood for a long time and we moved back. Uh, I'd say we stayed out there for about five years, did the second album, which is called Burn. The first album is called Made in USA. Second album is called Burn. We came back to Atlanta because it's a lot more economic and stuff to do things. And we um, had changed a couple of members at that time, and we did the third album, which is Goeth for What Thou Knoweth. We had some uh, actually writing names for those albums when we first did them, and there's actually some collector stuff you can pick up on those albums there, you know. That's when we did that. Uh, the writing name was like Superhero, and we did a comic book series and stuff with all that also at the same time. But we went back, and uh, when we reported the name of the band to MXC American in 2018, we put the correct titles on and, on everything, and we did the Goeth for their North in 94, uh, or into the depths in 94, 92 was uh, Go With What They Know With. And then 96, we did a an album called Contagious. It was an all acoustic album. And we got a bunch of orchestral type stuff in it and all that. Then we did in 98, we did a different, whole different take on the band. We did uh, a, it's kind of an industrial type style kind of Nine Inch Nails filter, kind of in that range. And it's with a guy named Dan Marshall, me and Dutliff, the drummer, we did that with him. And uh, that, that album is called The Lazarus Phenomenon. The actual writer name we used for it was Rage back then. Then we got together and we started coming up with this formula, man, with like metal, hip hop, R&B kind of combination together. And started writing a bunch of different songs and started going in the studio. And that's when Mikey P, 
it was Michael Parrish. We actually, he got, he was managing us at the time and he and Melvin were in the, in the military together a long time ago. Oh, okay. And, uh, they, um, actually, and actually I'm a veteran also, which, um, is a good thing. That's a lot to do with our name, MXC American also. Anyway, Mike, Mike got us together and we started laying these new tracks and started adding the hip hop in with the, um, with the actual singing part and the more deeper vocals. And then we got this girl Tanya in and she started putting all this R and B and stuff in with the stuff. I mean, it just, dude, I want to tell you, it, it come up, we come up with a formula that was super great. I mean, we loved it. And we were, we started getting a little bit of traction with that. It just seemed like it was a little early for the time when we did it. Maybe it wasn't, but we just kind of felt a little bit. Now we, went back and actually we released it on album in 2018 or night, or I'm sorry, in 2020, uh, the flag face album, which is actually the self-titled album, MX the American, and then the 10,000 elephants album. And I want to tell you, by the time the 10,000 elephants come out, man, we were blowing up big at that point, man. I mean, we're, we've got, I mean, we got 35,000 on our Facebook. I mean, we've got all these YouTube views. I mean, 200 right now with this new album, Appalachia Voodoo Factory, we've got uh, a couple of videos, which one is called Coming Home. And that thing has about 250,000 views on it. We have a song called The Mountain. It's like 210,000. I mean, things are just really going good. During the pandemic, we actually had a lot of music laid out already we, we were kind of a little ahead of the game and didn't know it at the time and we started doing all of a bunch of printing and got that out and right from the house like what we're doing right now like what melvin's doing at his place i'm doing here we started recording back and forth to atlanta from houston i mean from uh san antonio and los angeles <laughs> you know and we started putting this new album together and just things are really taking off. And we just got another record deal here with Curtain Call Records. And, um, you know, that's how we pretty much got up to date here. I mean, there's a lot more history in there, but that's kind of a quick synopsis on things, you know? Yeah, no, that was a, <laughs> that was a pretty good cliff notes there. Um, oh, no, very well spoken. Yeah, you touched on the, the MX uh, and the American and kind of the the tie-in to y'all's uh, service. Thank you, by the way, because I think that fucking rocks. Um, explain that to me. I, w- I would definitely like to know exactly the meaning of, of the of the band name. The Well, we were called MX, like I say, and MX means everything. It's M's, a thousand in Roman numerals, X is 10, ones and zeros, everything, including us. Everything we do is all broke down in binary in a sequence of ones and zeros. So it actually encompasses everything. And the American, we're all American in this band, and we all promote American. I mean, we have a lot of people from all over the world that we're friends with, and we do a lot of different stuff with, and we love them to death. Don't get me wrong, but as far as this band unit right now, we're American. And to be able to find our stuff on download platforms, just using the name MX a lot of times is a little difficult. It's hard to keep that because it's military. We own the name in Washington, D.C. as far as... uh, artist but internet came about anybody signs up with that name you got to fight them in court there's so many different things and being and every time we do a video somebody would say was that him extra 
Brazil or is that MX from America or, or USA or and so if sometimes it would say MX and it'd say USA and it's like you know what we just put a stop to it all man that MX the American established us to the T as yeah. far as who we are what we're about I mean us being partially military also and it just kind of uh, it made it easy for everybody to be able to find any of our music you just put MX the American in any browser and you're going to come up with some of our stuff. Oh yeah, I was cyber right. guys for sure. So uh, I can I can guarantee you that looking for MXC American online, it uh, it'll it'll pull y'all right up. So uh, now in the course of my uh, you know my my cyber stalking of you guys, uh, I noticed that so there was quite a quite a lengthy I guess a break, and I don't know if that's just from it was reported that or if that actually happened, but I see a bunch of stuff happening, kind of, you know, 80s, 90s, getting up into 2000, and then, you know, boom, 2020, just a bunch of shit just kind of came back out and kind of hit. So was yeah. it a break or, or what was going on there? We took a break there, um, all of us. We were all going through different kind of stuff, me and Melvin, relationships, different things like that. Yeah, uh, man. Life, life experiences. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then an, uh, a bad thing that happened is my son, uh, Christopher, I only had one son, and he got killed in a car. Well, shit. And it really devastated me, and uh, it still had, does today. And I've been fighting to get my grandson, all this different stuff. And um, it, it kind of threw me in such a dark hole, man. I couldn't even play a guitar or nothing, man. I mean, it just crushed me. Yeah. And then finally, finally, due to Detlef, who is our drummer, yeah. and then me getting back with Melvin. It seems yeah. like all of us putting the, getting this all back together kind of saved all of our lives. I mean a lot it gave us a lot more purpose and i mean mm. every, all of us including our engineers uh, mm. everybody that's in the band right now it seems like it's just really helped put a surgence on all of us you know yeah and uh, you know gave us spark again we never lost the i mean we're musicians and that's just the way it is i mean we're going to be a musician till we die we were born a musician i mean because you can't stop doing what you do and what you love i mean that's just the way it is so um, you're gonna, I mean, we're not, if you were in it just for the money, you would have been gone a long time ago in this business. You know what I mean? That's so sure. you guys say it's the love for, it, you know, and stuff. That's the whole thing. And the want to, and it, you know, gives you that release and that feeling and the euphoria and stuff that in your, within yourself. And that's kind of like what this last album is about. It's about inner turmoil being able to take that inner turmoil and 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 explain that to people and be able to write that out and let people you know because we're not the only ones in our life that has all kinds of issues or 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 just life within ourselves everybody in the world does so this album even though it's called Appalachia Voodoo Factory we spend most of our time a lot I say a lot of our time in the Appalachia and uh a lot. So we, <laughs> we, yeah, so we, we we named it that, and it's got a lot of hoodoo and voodoo and stuff and all kinds of different things in it, and a combination of all of our styles, and a little bit of the bluegrass, a little bit of the, you know, metal, I mean, because there's a lot of metal bands in this area, too, you know, and rock and roll and stuff, yeah. so us putting all this together, it just kind of, it, it'll help everybody, not just us, I mean, you can listen to that, and a person from China or anywhere can they can listen to this and 
they can go, wow, I've been through that before. Or that right there, man, that means this to me. And so everybody can get something from this. Yeah. You know, I mean, what we go through is what most people go through at some point in their life, you know? The one thing I've noticed about you guys is, you know, it, it is, is genre like fuck the genres right you guys are a mix of, of literally, <laughs> literally everything and uh yeah. also shout out to your other members who aren't with us uh on the show today but everybody definitely is having a a, a very definitive contribution to your guys's overall sound and i, I like the fact because you kind of hit on it. it's hard rock it's metal uh, you know, Melvin, the hip hop influence obviously is huge. And it's, you know, what I also notice about the style of hip hop and especially with like the way that you present it, it has a very old school hip hop feel to it. So oh, it does, uh, it does, it does. We love it. Oh yeah. That's the good <laughs> thing. Right there. Uh, when I was uh, skateboarding, when I was a kid and oh, yeah. started kind of getting into the skate genres and people were listening to a lot of that stuff and it kind of brought me back to that. And I thought it was really cool, but your style. <laughs> is very narrative like you kind of touched on it especially with uh with with your new album with appalachia it's it's kind of like you guys are telling stories you come in in a lot of spots and there's some some talking some kind of setting it up here's what's going on and then all of a sudden the fucking stuff just kind of just beats up um and, and all of a sudden you're you're immersed you're in it and you guys play so yeah. well off each other with like, you know, that, that kind of hardcore. It's hit. a concept. It's a concept. Yes, it is. It is. And thank you for identifying that with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm kind of a product of everything, you know, kind of like a, a musical mutt, if you will. I, I've, I've played a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff. Um, and so I, I picked up on that right away. And, you know, I'm looking at the, the sound of this album and there is a continuity to it however every song on this album is literally completely different than yeah. <laughs> look at the, you look at the title track right for appalachia and that's very regional feeling right very kind of yeah. grassy very kind of mountain you know very kind of like you know this just is encompassing of the the surroundings that we have and that's about as americana as it gets as far as your guys' style and then you know you look at um something like ghost and it, it, it starts to get like really singable right like that ooh, ooh, you know i can just and you find yourself going along to it which is really cool uh and you know coming home uh, i think that's probably my favorite track on it and i'll tell you what i i refer to that song as anthemic because it's very stadium it's very powerful and from that very first yeah. yo as soon as you get that yo you're like oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're calling uh, in, right you're fucking get come come on come on hang out with us come we're fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do some killer shit and then you just that whole song is just it's, i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it it's very um it, it just does it kind of calls you home and i love the fact that stylistically you guys just throw everything out there spaghetti on the wall and it all fucking sticks and uh I, I just, yeah yeah it's well, uh, you know it's got it's got a lot of that uh in the chorus lines it's like you you hear the soul of like the 
uh, uh, like some of the older black women that are that are sitting on the porch and they're going, oh yeah. lord, oh lord, oh, lord. you know, and that's what it said, oh lord, I'm, I feel like I'm coming home, and that's where a lot of that came from, man. Awesome. You know? Well, now that we have built this song up so much, I think we're just gonna have to play it for you. So here it is, off Appalachia Voodoo Factory, MXC American. This one's called Coming Home.
And you know, talking about Appalachia also, I want to just mention right quick was Appalachia was one of the names considered for America when it first came, when they was trying to come up with a name from the, when it was just the colonies and they were trying to see about uh, calling it uh, either Appalachia or Allegheny. And uh, those mountain ranges there were where the British kept all their subjects out of those mountains there. But they was the only time they would let go into there was whenever they, they wanted them to go in to do some, whether it was mining or whatever they were getting out of it, you know, to get to charge tariffs and stuff on. So they uh, were considering those names there and, it, and then it ended up becoming America over Amerigo Vespucius and stuff. So that's how a lot of that, it, uh, we, we take this album and it kind of bring it all the way back to where our beginning roots are, not just we're just because we're in the Appalachia Mountains here, which is supposed to be the Appalachians are supposed to be at the at, as far as known mountains. They're like the oldest mountains known right now. They're so old that they've deteriorated down and they're not as tall as other ones because the other ones are a lot newer yeah. than these, you know. So history lesson, guys, the mountains are fucking old. Yeah, very old. old. Yeah, I feel old. Uh, (laughs) It's uh, I think it's an appropriate it's an appropriate thematic title, you know, for what you guys are going for because it doesn't and and where you're from and what you stand for and uh, your your music. I mean, the music is one thing, and then you combine it right with these videos that you guys have released, and you now get the visual imagery you know there's a lot of nature there's a lot of outdoor yeah. oh yes oh yes it, it feels like it you know it kind of it's not just a you know a bunch of rock stars jumping around on stage and making it studio work i mean there's that element that you guys have as well with the musician factor yeah. the way that it ties in i think to kind of the outdoor with the with the visuals is uh is really cool and you know speaking of like like mountain for instance i mean it's a long ass fucking song obviously like yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's about eight minutes or so or something like that it's good i mean that's like black metal right there you know like the death metal yeah, yeah. it actually fits in on some of those groups you know whenever you put it in there they don't really <laughs> complain about it man you know it's awesome um you know i speaking of the videos i i wanted to ask something about one of the videos and it might have been uh it might have been mountain and i i heard the reference <clears throat> to Lucille in one of the songs and then Melvin I heard you refer to yourself as Black Negan um, oh yeah oh yeah because <laughs> yeah. I was laughing okay I'll tell you I'll tell you about that I am a I am and still an advocate and still a big walking dead phenomenal um <laughs> fan. Fan. yeah for <laughs> sure for sure and, and participator, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I like Negan. I love Negan. And I, lo- I love to make the things that, that he did, and I love the things that he brought to the show and the concept of the show. And I hope somebody out there hear that. I, I do want to be on the set one day, just, just, <laughs> just to be on the set. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I talk about Lucille. When you talking about Lucille, I was talking about um, the, the the guitarist from from BB uh, King. That was his guitarist, and. And I try yeah. to intricately bring that into the concept as far as with the show from Lucille, along with MX American and the music that we were portraying at the time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I, I really liked the reference, and I got a good chuckle out of it. 
And uh, I just I thought also it's just kind of a, a cool little little fun thing where you're identifying as something uh, from a whole different genre that you're just like, dude, right. I, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was his advertisement to be on Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool though, man. I mean, it, I still want it. I still want it. It's good. I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> We had a we had a cat for a while, and our cat's name was Negan because uh, he used to steal everybody's food. And anybody that followed, you know, Negan in the early part of his introduction, he's like, he wants all the shit for himself. And- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin's got a bat too. He'll swing on you in a minute, man. Won't you, Mel? Huh? <laughs> With barbed wire. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the, for the new stuff to finally, uh, finally hit and, and I guess wrap up that storyline. I'm sad to see it end. You know, it's killing me to keep me hanging like this. It's been like what almost two years now. It seems like. I know that's yeah. right. There's a remix coming. There's a remix coming from the music, and that's gonna spawn them to rewrite the show. Oh, there. You <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go, folks. Another uh, misery point radio rabbit hole for you. So. That's right. That's yeah, right. So yeah. <laughs> We're always working on something. You can believe it. you can count on that. I I thought that was kind of cool, you know, watching the YouTube stuff and you guys watching your videos and then kind of at the end of the videos, there's that little personal touch, the little studio outtakes, you know, the little the yeah. little having you know the recording sessions or you guys kind of bullshitting about stuff and so i think uh ray one of the things i also got off of that was as i was watching um i think i heard you say something like you know initially we were getting back into this and we just kind of wanted to start recording a couple singles and then all of a sudden there was another song then all of a sudden there was another song and all yeah well we well we and dutluff when me and dutluff talked about it at first it was like uh you know or we just trying to lay a couple acoustic songs or what you know, and I had these uh, couple of rhythms that I was just started working on, and I actually I want to tell you when we went in the studio, I had some bits and pieces of different stuff uh, as far as on music and a few different bits and pieces on some lyrics, but for the most part, I didn't have any songs all put together. I mean, I did have some I could have pulled out, but as far as these songs here, I went in and sat down and just started playing, man, and I played and I cut these things each one of them one time. All of you know, each session I went in, I would lay a new rhythm down with a click track, and that's how these songs came about. We, I just made them as I did them, you know what I mean? As I laid them, as I was in the session, made them up, put them together, and they they just act, they just formulated, man. And they every time we went in, man, and we do something else, it just the whole song just started transposing or trans, you know, just started developing man so much more and uh, you know a lot of these rhythms a lot of them are real similar but the way we did the songs they sound totally different you know what i mean right right there's a lot of layers that you guys have like it'll start yes. out you know and it's kind of a you know uh, one one sound and all of a sudden there's this fucking stadium guitar right it's nice and then boom oh hey the melody is kicking in now and then, oh man everything's uh, together and then uh you know uh melly d your your vocal style has uh kind of a kind of a freestyle vibe to it almost with uh i I consider myself the hype man for the band he he was freestyling when he was in there because he was going right what are we doing now i'm like you just go digga digga da 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 then next you know there's melvin he's going hang on just a moment and he's writing some stuff and he he was our engineer he would go are, are you doing it today? Are you ready? He goes, just a moment. 
And next thing you know, boy, it was on there. He was going, da 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 You know, and he, he, had a, he was laying the part, man. And most of those parts that are all laid down, first take, man, boom. And then we doubled them up. And same thing on both of our parts. I mean, it just, the vibe was so perfect in those, if you want to call something perfect, on this album right here, that it, it just each time, most of the time, it was that take and we got it, you know what I mean, right off. Yeah, you're right going to... Uh, but specifically with the two of you, like your your chemistry is is undeniable. There's something about the way that you guys work off of each other, and I see it even now looking at the both of you and interacting. I may as well not. Yeah, be- yeah, yeah. It's the same way in the <laughs> yeah, studio. Right. It's the same yeah. way in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. So I got to ask you this. So, um, you know, when people see all of you guys together. What's going through their mind? What are they thinking? Because, you know, uh, I, I see the band. I see the video. There's all these different images. You guys got these masks on sometimes. And other times you're just like regular looking dudes. Are you just like a bunch of crazy looking motherfuckers? And people are like, what is up with you guys? Do you ever get that? <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder, don't it? Sometimes we wonder. <laughs> you know how the mask thing got going. I'll tell you straight up. We, we had talked about this mask thing years ago, and we, especially when we'd done this comic book series. And we, we started working on some stuff like that. And then later on, after we came out, we did this project here, we needed to do a band photo. And we was at Hugh, our engineer's house, and we all showed up there. And Dutluff comes walking up. Dutluff's our drummer. He come walking up, and he had these masks in his hand. He goes, check these out, man. And we was like, Hell, man, we always talk about doing that. Next thing you know, we did it. And boom, man, that started happening, man. We put the picture out and then the picture. And I'm telling you, it's everything we've talked about, the main points in the band over the last years, each one of those items we've tried. And it and it, it was the right time. Like I was talking about those songs earlier when we started recording them. They seemed a little bit uh, premature as far as the timing for them. Well, everything now is just hitting, man. Each time we do it, it's going, you know, it's kind of going a little crazy on us, which is good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a, a cool kind of theatrical element. Um, and, uh, you know, either that or y'all are a bunch of fucking serial killers. You're, you're hiding from the law or something. But either way, um, you know, I'm fine with it. It's, uh, I like it. I like the way it looks. It's, uh, it's just, it's kind of fun. <laughs> fun with it, which is that's, I guess that's kind of the vibe I get off you guys is y'all are, you're having fun and you're not taking it so serious that it's now it's just sucked all the energy out of it. You're clearly, in- that's what you got to do. If it's no fun, you must run. That's, you know, right. that's the, that's in the song Buffalo, man. One of the main lyrics in one of our songs. I mean, yeah, if you, I mean, it's, it, it is definitely work. It is definitely hard and tough a lot, but you've got, and the whole thing is we create all this. So we got to, you got to do it and try to be as, as fun about it when you're doing it, no matter how tough it seems, because if you don't, man, what is the public and your fans are going to look at you as whenever you're looking at it all stressed out and things like that. So, and, but the thing is, you got to be real about it when you're doing that. You can't be fake or, you know, like you'll see a lot of people all mad over here and then they turn around and they do that big smile, like a, like a, um, a Snapchat smile or if you want to call it or something that is not for real. But I mean, we want to be as real as we can be. 
because I mean we're the age now. We don't, you know, all that trying to put on uh, some kind of fake front or something. That's that's over for us. We're we're all it's about reality, man, and real. That's what sure. we, Melvin, all of us but, are like. Yeah, that. yeah. I, uh, you know, it it shows too because you know, uh, looking at you know the content of your songs now and kind of looking back and some of your older catalog there's elements where you're putting kind of kind of humor you know kind of satire almost with it it's like hey don't 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 take this shit so seriously that you can't live your life but at the same time you've got some pretty serious messages in some i mean there's some some political thoughts that kind of stroll through some of your songs or some some yeah ideas. yeah so it's kind of like a little bit of everything, right? Like shit can be serious, but at the same time, you know, y- you can't let it stop you from living your life, right? You can't take it so serious. Yeah. We try not to get onto a specific political item that's happening. And if we do, you're not dating it or calling someone's name on anything. But I mean, you can't get away from all that, no matter what you try. I mean, social media, TV, everything has got you sucked in, no matter how far you try to get away from things. I mean, you cannot watch TV and hear everything that's going on on the news around you tenfold already. You know what I mean? It's being drove into you that much already. So we try to stay off the political, even though even our name sounds political, we try to stay off the deep, dark stories of that right there because that's not going to get you anywhere this music is about the universal language it's about trying to get along keeping a smile a good vibe a positive thought and a lot of our music also is we base a lot of stuff on uh suicide awareness and uh depression awareness and things like that yeah a lot of this is took it out for actually for the veterans that we know our our brothers that was out there like Ray just mentioned about suicide awareness and everything we care a lot about our brothers in the field and we want to be able to help them as well to bring them out so it's like a it's like a a, a mind bending but self-helping with everything else that deals with the veterans and everything else that we deal with due to the fact that we are veterans and we understand that. I think that's awesome. And, you know, bringing, you know, mental health awareness, you know, to people I think on a greater scale is fantastic. And, you know, regardless of, you know, if it's specific to veterans or maybe just people in general, you know, basically. Yeah, we're for everybody. In general, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because the veteran thing's going to bleed over into the general populace, and that's we are definitely there to hopefully inspire, and hopefully that moment, that's the thing about music. A person can be on that edge about ready to do something drastic and hear some music, and that one melody might just take their mind off of it, that one split second that it takes to be able to get them to still be here and move forward, you know? Yeah, uh, there's, you know, all of those elements in your songs and, and you know, the, the message of positivity, it does come through, you know, there's there's just so many things uh, to the the level of complexity that you guys have, whether or not it's inadvertent or or intentional, it's all there. And it's just so much going on with y'all 
that um, it's it's pretty impressive and it, it's just fun. Like it's just really it's really fun to listen to it and it's uplifting. We appreciate that. And, and you know, and coming home, man, boom! I just I oh man, I want to go and rally. <laughs> You know, just this is what we do this for. Is what you're saying. You know that. <laughs> uh, I'm a professional, terrible musician myself. I I, uh, I have guitars, and uh, I tried to do the grind, and I, I gave up on it a long time ago. Um, he's been doing this for so long now. It's 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 just kind of cool to see people, you know, out there doing it, and and still, you know, making a go of the hard work that it it truly encapsulates. But that you're. Uh, you're still you're still having fun with it. You're still you're still making it what it's supposed to be all about. And uh, I I think that that message is is really 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 fucking cool. For us to do this though, to do what we do, and uh, make it look as as good as what me and Melvin are doing is it takes a group of us. And there's a, there's quite a few of them in our organization yeah. that needs some dibs also. You know. No, and and that, that's a good call out because I did want to give a shout out to the rest of the guys in the band. So, um, so who's, yes. who's the current lineup uh, uh, as it stands right now, and and maybe some that contributed uh, that maybe aren't with you guys anymore. Tell uh, them, We got uh, Della Von Calvin's been with the band for thirty something years. I mean, he's a badass drummer. Uh, he's been with us. He's on this new album. He's on every album except the first one, I think, you know, been there forever. He's been a dear friend, his family, everybody. We got Ray Godman, who is a guitar player that's with us now. Um, he's killer guitar player. Uh, we big got Ray. another. Yes. Uh, yeah, big, big Ray, Ray yes. big Ray. And then we got Jeff Bender, who is a bass player now. I used to be the bass player on everything, but we got this, we got Jeff in the band now. And he's handling the load on that and it's freeing me up to be able to sing along with Melvin and me and Melvin to be able to work in front of that stage. And then we've got um, got Mel Melvin, Melly D. Davis there's a rapper extraordinaire. That's a uh, yes. front guy. <laughs> then you got Rad Ray Terrell here, which is, uh, you know, me, moi, <laughs> as far as lead singing <laughs> and uh, writing and stuff like that. And then we've got Hugh Herrer who is an engineer that's been with us on probably about six of these albums, I'm thinking, five or six. And this guy is just awesome. He does all um, the sound for, like, Family Feud. Uh, he does all the sound for, like, uh, Divorce Court. Court, Billy yes. Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins, uh, um, Pay-Per-View Wrestling. He does, I mean, he does a lot of different shows. Uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's Trash the Treasure show. He does a lot of stuff, but he he he's worked with us on this, and plus he played on some of this. He played all keys and stuff, and and some bass on this album here. And this guy's you know just extraordinarily great. And then we've got Robert Barron, who is actually the guy that does our. He done the mountain video. He has done like twenty of our videos. He has done. He helps put all the graphic stuff together for the albums. Without him, it'd be like. Without Hugh, my right arm's gone, and without Robert, my left arm's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we got them plus our families and stuff like that. You know, so those are the main people in the band. Now we have had some bad, like I say, besides my son dying, he, which is, he's been with us for a long time. Um, he, uh, Christopher Von Terrell in 2016, we had a, a singer in the band for like 30 years and his name was Mike Allen. 
And at the beginning of the pandemic, we lost him. And I don't know if they blamed it on COVID or whatever, but in he was going to be on this Appalachia Voodoo album with us. He was just waiting for me to bring him into the studio because we had already started recording on it. And he was going to do vocals with me on it. And um, we found him dead one day uh, at his apartment. And it's just messed up. Same age. I mean, everything. I mean, he'd been through a lot of hard times in his life and stuff. And, you know, he just got it. I guess that all just caught up with him. And then we had a guitar player that's been in, been with us on numerous albums. He's on the 10,000 Elephants and the, the, the Face. Face album. He's on the first album, Made in the USA. His name is Sam Couch. Well, he was driving to work in November, and he was actually uh, doing a good thing. He was working for a medical-type facility that took people to like uh, do dialysis and things like that. He was on the way to pick up somebody one morning on a Monday morning and ran off the road and hit a concrete wall. And two days later, he died. And it's, you know, those kind of things like that and, you know, just crush us, man, you know. And, you know, we keep struggling hard. And then we got another guitar player, uh, Scott Burns, that's been with us for 30 years. He has had some heart issues and stuff and other medical issues. And he did great on this album with us. And, uh, but he's not going to go out on the road with us. He's going to, you know, he'll, he'll probably still play with us at times right there. But like I say, he's just, you know, it's just been not a good thing to be able to try to get out when you've got those issues. And then the same thing with Richard Dobbs, who's another guitar player on the uh, Appalachian Voodoo Factory. Plus he's on the Burn album. He had caught contracted COVID during this deal. So right now he's not going to go out with us because of the issues of the COVID thing. And, you know, he's got to get uh, past that and wait till everything opens up a little more, which we can understand, you know, Yeah. and we're okay with that. But, you know, there's been a lot of other members in the band, but I had to give all those people dibs right there because they all have done great on everything. And, you know, you got much respect, much respect. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, the lineup you guys had for this last album clearly was awesome. The result was amazing. And, and clearly you've had some super talented people hanging out with you over the last, uh, you know, hundred years that you guys have been a band. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't tell everybody, man. They're going to find out we're vampires. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and werewolves. Kind of look like a vampire. Well, no, that's uh, that's that's fantastic. I, I so shout out to to all you guys that that had a part in uh and you know kind of all of this. So, I would like to get uh each of your uh, opinions though real quick since we're talking about kind of blending genres and mixing things up and this and that. Obviously, especially over the last couple of years with you know, with COVID and just things in general, we're starting to see a lot of people kind of taking those initiatives to make music and to try new things experimental what's your guys's thoughts on you know kind of where where rock and metal is going where music is going in general how do you guys think about the music industry right now oh something else it's quite different it's, man it's uh it is it is you know the good thing about the music industry is there is a lot more bands out there and a lot more people there's so many different genres i mean when we were growing up there was just a handful of genres. You were this, 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 or this, you know? And it's like, yeah. now there's 50 million genres and everybody's trying to come up with something new, which everything's already been used. It's just all being regurgitated over and over and over. 
but there is a lot of we have like me and Melvin, we went into a couple festivals and stuff here just recently. Man, it's a bunch of super great bands, man. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of killer music. And if we wish the radio would just give a lot of these bands or a lot of the bands had more incentive to try to get their stuff to radio right. and exactly. the radio more more radio would pick them up instead of just playing the bands that are the top number one sellers, you know. I mean, they need to have more opportunities to be able to get on radio and stuff, you know, I would say. And But due to internet radio now, and there are a lot of stations out there that need music. But as far as music today, I would say that, you know, it, it, there's some awesome stuff out there. Uh, there's a lot more bands to come. There's a lot of great musicians out there. The sad thing about part of it is, is the way monetarily that there's so many so much music out it's hard to get paying gigs and stuff like that or get your your only your your people are doing streams and stuff now which all the platforms and stuff are great to be able to get your stuff available to the public and a lot more now than it used to be a long time ago there wasn't no internet now there's everything I mean, we're on 200 different platforms plus all kinds of other ways that you can find our stuff. But there's a lot of other bands on that. And now they pay per stream. And there's not really a lot of money in that. I mean, unless you're up in the millions and millions of streams or the hundreds of thousands, you're hardly making anything. And so all I can say to people is keep, keep trying, keep pushing hard. Keep doing your dream because you're a musician, not just because of the money. Money is important, and I know we need it to get through this world. But if you're a musician, you're going to keep going and don't let somebody drag you down because, you know, just because they're saying you're not doing anything with your life and stuff like that. Don't let that ever be a factor in your life. Absolutely. Uh, Melly D, what's your take on that? Okay, well, I I have the same exact thought what Ray has on that, but um, in case you do want promotions, you can see me at Mel Safa <laughs> at Yahoo. There you go. Tell them, Mel. Tell them. Uh, this has been an interesting game, and it has been learning. It has been a learning experience, and you know, like Ray say, there's a million bands out there, and a lot of people don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. And we 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 got in, and we dug in, and we learned that game, even coming from rock and roll, from old school, from 20 years plus, and to be able to do it. So, and it's just not about technology, but then again, it is about internet technology and the way things are now. And you have to get in there, and you have to find and grind and work, just like what we have done and just like other bands would want to do but they don't have that experience and that education about that but uh, you know as far as as far as the way it come from to where it is now i'll tell you this the music is still going to speak for itself and that's what it does and that's why bands like us or mxd american will be able to continuously go out and put um further towards future and futuristic with sound and technology with sound because we are just dedicated you know so much in our heart because that's the way we were born 
we just messed up like that in the head's what we are. <laughs> 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 you like Melvin, like Melvin's saying there, you know, it's like you can write music and you can play music or record it and you can do shows, but those are just, I mean, those are important aspects and tools that you've got to have. But that's yeah. just one little part of it right there. So you got to know what to do with it and what veins to get it involved with to be able to get it to where it's going to be a profitable thing, whether it's financially profitable or mentally profitable or whichever <laughs> way. You know, that's the whole thing. There that's is true. a lot to this whole thing now. I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. I mean, we're we're promoting this band, and we promote other bands a lot too. But our brains are mush at the end of the day. I'm telling you, man, when we lay down, <laughs> then we get right back up at four in the morning. I'm telling you, up at four o'clock in the morning, every slamming morning. it again every, every morning. morning. <laughs> and a lot of times all in the middle of the night because you got other countries and stuff there because we deal with a lot of other countries. And you've got right. to be up the time they're up. You know, Australia is on a different time. You know, I right. mean, you're in Indonesia or Japan or, you know, or South Africa or, 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 you know, Sweden or wherever you're, whoever you're dealing with, Russia, whoever it may be. So you got to be up to deal with those people, you know. I, uh, yeah. I talk to people all over the world all the time. Uh, I can tell you uh, Australia is 18 uh, hours in the future from me. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it, yeah, and it's different time zones there too, you know. So it's like you're saying, eighteen is fourteen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's sixteen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's yeah. like when you're going to Alice Spring, or you're going to Perth, or you're going to Melbourne or Brisbane. Mm -hmm. You know, wh which part are you going to? I mean, all over the world. So you know, you got to be up and be at it, man. That's the whole thing, man. When you do it, if you want, That's you true. believe in your material, you'll get up, just like all of us do here. Well, clearly you guys believe in your material. You're you're putting out the stuff. You're trying new things, but you're staying <clears throat> And now things are starting to kind of open back up. I think uh, you know we got a couple of um, couple of big events coming up that you guys are going to take part in uh, pretty soon here. A couple of festivals. Why don't you tell us about that? Wow. Oh yeah, man. Metal in the mountains. August the 26th through the 29th, man, at Pipestem, West Virginia. It's going to be awesome. There's like 60 to 80 bands on that, and it's going to be killer. Curtain Call Records is putting that on, and actually, we're signed to Curtain Call Records. That's our label now that we're on Yeah, with John and Gigi. And then we got Blue Ridge Rock Festival two weeks later, uh, September the 9th through the 12th in, um, uh, in Virginia. In Danville, Virginia. Danville. And that sold is out. about 200 bands. Thousand. That's sold out. 200,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> There's everybody on that. Somebody's going to sneak in, though. Just go anyway. It'll be fine. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Metal in the Mountains and then the Blue Ridge Pile of Awesomeness. Uh, that's yeah. Cool. You guys are taking part in that. Uh, is there anything else that we need to, to cover or make sure we promote uh, that, that you guys want to share with the world here today before I, I let you get back to your lives? Uh, just want to give a shout-out to Curtain Call Records also. We want right, to give a shout-out to Misery Point Radio. Oh, Without you, we're nobody. That's right. Oh, bless your 
freaking yeah, without you we're nobody i'm telling you we need you just like you need us and we're all one big happy family i love I, it i do have something i want to say to, to misery yeah radio you need to listen to king of the nobodies king of the nobodies which is a very introspective storyteller song uh, that's right <laughs> I blast that out when I was talking about it. I'm glad you brought that up. I think that that is uh, one of the most unique songs on this album. And it's kind of like, you know, looking inside yourself. There's like an internal dialogue going yes, on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> A very reflective song. And so, yes, uh, King of the Nobodies, guys, when you listen to uh this album that song pay some special attention to it uh does that have a personal uh a personal connection with you Mel? is that something that uh you you have well, a- it, it does it it yeah. has a it, it, it not only does it has a personal connection with me but it speaks to a lot of uh, our veterans who had problems and brought problems back from the war and from every different perspective and people just went through traumatic experiences in their life period. There's people that's been out there that's been shot. There's people that's been out there that that has a lot of things that's happened. And, you know, it's unique because I had told Ray about this for like a couple of months. I was like, man, I'm going to bring it with this. I hope you accept it, and I hope we can do something with it. And we were writing on it as we went in the studio. No, I was sitting down talking to Melvin, and we were talking about <laughs> Was there a heaven or was there a hell? And blah, blah, blah. All these things that I'm talking to him about. And old Melvin's got a pencil over there. And he's just scribbling, scratching things down. I don't really know what he's doing right there because we're in all kinds of conversations at that time. And next thing I know, we're in there and kaboom, there we are. It was like, holy crap. And you took that, got to turn that around and flip that right in there. Man, I was like, damn. And also what Melvin's saying, as far as the veterans, this is for civilians also. This is for everyone, you know, that's, that, right. that's had any kind of issues like that. I mean, you know, that's, I mean, everybody, no matter who you are, no matter how together you think you are, you sit down and think about this kind of stuff within yourself. And if you don't, there's something wrong. I'm telling you, if you're that's alive, right. you do. That's right. You do. Awesome. Inner turmoil or inner peace, calm, whatever you want to call it just like that song secret garden it's all within your mind but you can talk about it and you got to put pictures out or some kind of uh, scenery so people can relate to that something that's viable to be able to look inside their mind to be able to see what the overall is of that you know the meaning yeah uh, everybody's going to have a different method to arrive at their point of zen and uh, there you go you guys have established that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. From the beasts themselves, say thank you yeah. to uh, Melly D and Rad fucking Ray for hanging That's out. That's right. And Mr. Mike oh. Peacock, Misery Part Radio! <laughs> Appalachia Factory. It's not Appalachia, motherfuckers. It's Appalachia. It's Appalachia. Don't get that wrong back here. Don't get it twisted. That song back here, that's for my but they call that back here where I'm at, man. I'm sitting here right in the mountains right now. I don't know if you can see can you see the mountain over there? Look at that. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you. Mikey, this is peaceful, they man. drug me in the mountains. I became a part of the people and be a part of the history. 
history, a part of the knowledge, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Well, uh, I'm very grateful to have been able to hang out with you two on air today. This has been an awesome conversation. Uh, open door for you guys, of course. I'd love to chat with you again in the future uh, whenever you got some new stuff you want to pimp out. Um, you know, I'll definitely uh, I'll sling it around the webs for you. And uh, we'll make sure that we touch base with you guys now and then and, and uh, make sure we, we keep up to speed. I need that shirt size also so you can uh, we can send you a shirt too. Okay, awesome. I send it soon before I gain 40 more pounds during COVID. Uh, I will send you a larger one. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. Five X. Thank you very much for, for hanging out today, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Right on, man. Appreciate you, you very man. much, Thanks. man. Okay. Thank Again, you. Misery Point Radio. Fucking rad. Two cool-ass dudes, I tell you what. Thanks, of course, to all of you out there in radio and podcast land for hanging out today. Don't forget to follow MXC American on all their social media channels and check out their extensive catalog of killer tunes and merch. And do the same for me here if you don't mind. Follow Misery Point Radio on all the social media and streaming platforms or at Spoilerverse.com to hear all of our past interviews with legendary artists. Now it's time to close out this MF with a little more MX. So here it is, the opening track off Appalachian Voodoo Factory. This one's called... Ghost! I see the fire, see the fire, see the wonders of the higher. I'm just a singer trying to get nearer, meeting so many people dearer. There's the one that I lost in love, truly the one I never found. Found me stretching on the hybrid, sitting tall above the ground. I see you standing there. You're not alone. I wonder when Baby.